Dave. Ian. Hi. Hi, how you doing, buddy? It's complicated. Yeah, I know it is, because, uh, you know, I can see the background. Yeah, Maya Barth. The mm-hmm. fucking 400 yards that it made it and and your car. Yeah. Touching it. Uh-huh. Yeah. We've really come full circle on, on sort of like automotive mishaps in your neighborhood specifically. <laughs> we're going to get into that in a second, but we're, we're, what, what are the people here for? What, are, what is this? What, what's happening? Where are we? It, this are is, you? this is the apex adjacent podcast. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm Ian. That over there, that sad over, man over there is Dave. Yep. No. The cars behind me are both broken in some <laughs> fashion. One more than other. One more than the other. Don't jinx it. <laughs> so, you, the last we, the last we left, last time on Apex Adjacent. Right. Right. Pre- um, previously on Apex Adjacent. Hmm. Uh, you had fixed the Abarth. I had, yeah. Or you were very close. I was close. To the yeah, Abarth. I was close. Yeah, yeah I had. But, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Well, but but since then, so the last update we had was that you were like putting it back together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You had found the culprit, burnt exhaust valve. Yep. You got a new head. Uh-huh. You got it all prettied up. Yep. And put everything back together. You even put an oil cooler on it to prevent this yeah. failure from happening again. Yep. And then. And then, and then what happened? Well, here, I Mr. have some pictures. Dave. I have some pictures. I'll catch you up. So this is podcasting audio and visual medium. Let's do this. Yeah, let's, let's, let's catch the folks up. So here's the nugget, right? Here's the delightful little nugget while Ian silences his notifications. Sorry. <laughs> so here's the nugget on the ground. Look at that, right? Yeah, all back together. Yep, yep, buttoned so I up. See things like... Like crossed off a list in right. the foreground. Yeah, you see compression I mean, for cylinder two, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's see here. So there it is on the ground. Here's the um, here's the engine bay. Look at that. Right, yeah. all buttoned up. Yep. So we got a, a chrome. Uh, I mean, that was just the cheapest engine intake, like the chrome one. There was a black one and a red one, but those were more money. So I just went with chrome. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the uh, cold air intake. Uh, let's see here. So we got a, a beefy front mount intercooler on. That was a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, those brackets did not line up like they should have. But anyway, I uh, got the oil cooler from Forge Motorsport up beautiful like the welds on this thing are gorgeous i mean look yeah look at that right it's pretty i mean it's crazy right they put their names on it when you get a forge product right like handmade by dan and checked by ryan thanks dan and ryan Right, made a, you haven't like, really cooled that much oil yet, but check this space. Yeah, yeah, check this space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it mounts up where one of the uh, little intercoolers went before. Yeah. Oh, uh, turbo upgrades. Yeah, or turbo mods, I should say. An upgrade means you get like a new turbo. But here's turbo right. mods, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is a, a an upgraded diverter valve diaphragm. Spring and then an atmospheric blow off, so we get the nice whooshy noises, right? Yeah, turbo noises. Yep, yep. And then, um, then what happened when you tried to make turbo noises? It died. 
it yeah i was driving it out of my neighborhood taking it to run errands to go to AutoZone to get like a license plate frame and stuff mm. like that right and it was going uphill towards uh, a main street i'm very thankful it didn't happen in the middle of traffic or anything like that yeah you had and, some busy streets around you mm-hmm, that would yeah, have been bad yeah. Yeah, right? Like federal. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Um, And, uh, oh boy. Uh, Thankfully, it was uphill from where I live. Um, And it just goes, and then dead. And I tried to restart it, and it made really bad, like, metal-on-metal noises. And so, I think that the timing belt let go. Either th- th- there's a few things. I obviously this happened. When did this happen? Ian Monday. Yeah, it was yeah, Monday. Monday. So today is Thursday. So four mm-hmm. days ago, three days ago, right? So I've had I've had some time to think about it, right? And I I think I think what happened is a cu- there's a couple possibilities um, on this engine in order to time it. I've talked to you about how weird the timing is, right? Mm. You had these tools that you bolt onto the engine. You bolt one onto the camshaft and one onto the main crank. And like, that's how you know everything's in time. There's like little notches on the things that you're putting the things on. And that's in time. Now the cam sprocket, right? When you tension the timing belt, you're supposed to leave the bolt loose on the cam sprocket. So the cam sprocket can roll with the tension as you tension the belt, sure. right? The cam itself stays in the same place. There's yeah. no keyway on that sprocket. Really quick, we should yeah. give a quick uh, disclaimer for longtime listeners that uh, uh, we're actually going to talk about engine parts. <laughs> you <laughs> know what? Not something that never happens. We should have gotten in front of that, buddy. We should have gotten really, in front of that. Yeah. Really, shit. Okay. Yeah. Good yeah, call. Trigger warning. <laughs> mechanical real, bits. Real, real mechanical stuff, right? Yeah. As, anyway, continue. A, and as the uh, probably token mechanic of the Apex Adjacent podcast, this stings extra, right? Yeah. But whatever. So... So that camshaft, you let that spin free when you're tightening, uh, tensioning the timing belt so that like all of the other side, the op- the side opposite of where the, the tensioner is can tighten up as well, right? Because mm-hmm. if that doesn't move, then the belt doesn't really get tighter right. it, overall, right? And so when, so then what you do after that, right? is that you tighten that cam bolt down and I think it's like 90 foot pounds or something like that. It's a lot of pressure on that cam bolt. What you're supposed to use, and I I know this now, so maybe it's a costly mistake. We'll find out when we take it apart. But what you're supposed to use is you're supposed to use a tool um, that goes into like it, it has like a little fork that goes into holes in the cam sprocket to yeah. counteract the force of you torquing that bolt so much. So there's not so much tension on the camshaft or the sprocket, right? And I didn't do that. I didn't know that that's what you do. I was just tightening the bolt and the timing tool was continuing to hold it into place, right? Hmm. And the timing tool is fine. Like I looked at it, it's not damaged or anything, but it's possible that I could have actually spun the crankshaft and 
twisted it or cracked it, right? So that's yeah, a possibility. That, crack that bolt or something, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So, so that's that's one. <clears throat> Another is that if the timing bolt tensioner let go, then obviously everything's off, and this is an interference engine. And so I, you know, probably in like several directions, right? You're right. No, you're exactly right. Because the multi-air, multi so, yeah, yeah, the multi-air brick has moving parts that go horizontal, right? Oh. Yeah. So it's it's not going to be great, right? Yeah. I'm going to have to rebuild a head again, probably. If there's damage to the pistons, we're going to need to replace those. But you know. What's the, what are your thoughts on just a new engine? I mean, so it, I think it comes down to cost, right? So a new engine be about, you know, depending on the mileage, 1200 or uh, not mileage. Yeah. Mileage of the engine, right. Uh, would be about 1200 to $2,500 shipped to my door. Right. Mm. I can rebuild the head for like 160 bucks. Right. But if you're then getting rebuilt pistons and like, right. At, at some point, right. it becomes like... Right, exactly, right? Yeah, you don't know. Also, you don't know, like, is that engine... Full what of, condition are you going to get it? Is mm -hmm. the head warped? Is it full of stop leak? Is it, you know, like... Right. 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 Did I did I own it and did put liquid head gasket in it? Right, right. <laughs> On several occasions? Right. Would never do that. <laughs> you know, I actually, I just watched the Chris Fix video about that today. I don't know if you watch those Chris Fix videos. Mm -hmm. I love them. I think Chris Fix has a great YouTube channel. And he actually did like a proper like two-year head gasket fix test with that head gasket fix stuff. Like the stuff oh, you really? pour in the coolant. Yeah. It was really interesting. It was really huh. interesting. Yeah. I mean, spoiler alert is it's not going to get your car running on the long term. But if you right. need to eke another year out of it because you're in a crisis, you can. You can. Yeah. You can get away with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's basically so, what I did with the sob. So. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then you did it for another year. And then another <laughs> year. <laughs> Right. So I got to I got to say a, a few things. Right. So obviously the Abarth breaking probably at my own hand and my own incompetence hurts really bad. Right. Well, you say incompetence, but I mean, this is the first time you've done this, too. Right. Like, I mean, it's True. Not like and I am and a good mechanic, like I'm actually mechanical. Right. Yeah. And also, I mean, this is a fairly complicated engine in a, in a way that's it's it's complicated in a new way to you for sure exactly exactly right, right? yeah um because i mean the sob the sob stuff is weird and people get intimidated by sobs too which is and so weird because it's not that bad right well but i mean it's sort of like the thing that you know right right so of course it doesn't seem that bad to you but if you worked your whole life on v8s on like american v8s and then had to go work on a song you'd be like what the fuck is literally all of this <laughs> right you i i'll say that for the classics sure for the classics definitely well, yeah with, yeah, yeah right all backwards and shit. for the mg900 honestly like i would rather work on that than say like a civic any day really totally honest just because i think it's simpler the pvc routing isn't as insane yeah. I, I i do think it is it is easier to work on so i think like they get a bad rep right and i okay. think that like when like 
you and I are IT guys, right? And I think one aspect of our personalities is that has kind of placed us into this field of work, right, is that consistently over and over in our lives, we have had a system placed in front of us, right? Or we've placed ourselves in front of a system and we have learned that system and then moved on to the next system, right? Yeah. Well, I, I will say, I think that uh, being a good IT person is a really good, it's really good training uh, for just troubleshooting in general. Right. Because we're so used to binary thing, binary checks of like, is this working or not? Yes. Right. Good. Move to the next step. Right. You know, the, and that's just basic troubleshooting. You start from your known good right. and you move right. towards Arms the wide, bring it yeah. on in. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Move towards your problem from your known good. And uh, it serves you well, like even with me being made of mostly thumbs when it comes to being a mechanic, <laughs> like I'm super clumsy, but I can... I could grasp like what's right. happening right. and like, oh, I understand why I'm taking this bolt to get to that one over there. Right. You know, like I can do that sort of stuff. Right. Um, I just am not physically good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I like, I, I'm thankful that like the pattern recognition stuff that I have like that, like mm. if there's like a savant thing that I possess, it is like a pattern recognition thing. Right. Right. I didn't, I didn't write anything down as far as like where stuff went. When I took the Fiat apart, everything went back. I found where all the weird little brackets went and all that stuff. And so it truly did go back together the way it came apart, save for some upgraded pieces. Right. Right. And yeah. you know, so because I, I live a charmed fucking life. Okay. Like I'm very lucky. I am so lucky to be in the position that I am. Right. I can work remote during a pandemic. Right. I have an incredible wife who I love more than anything in the world. I have an insanely amazing friend that drops me everything to come help me push my fucking nugget down the street. <laughs> right. Like I called you up and said, Ian, come do CrossFit with me. Right. Mm -hmm. And you did. You were there in 30 minutes. Okay. Well, yeah, your car was broken. I had nothing going on. So it was, it was not a big deal. I, um, you know, I, I called, I texted Peter and I talked to him and he like, he helped talk me through the dark place, you know? And so I'm so lucky to have what I have in my life and I'm so thankful for what I have. And, you know, a, a mechanical setback like this is going to happen. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to roll with it. And I like, I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot mechanically about the Abarth. And I've also like, I've made myself put this on a shelf until after we get back from the track day. Yeah. And I, I think that's really smart. And I also, you know, I want to encourage you to like, keep this in perspective of like, you you bought this car for very cheap, knowing that <laughs> right. this exact scenario was something not bad only was inside. possible, but likely. Right, right, right. Like yeah. you knew that there was danger ahead. Right. So, right. You know, you're you're doing fine, and you Thank still you. have other modes of transportation. And right, right. And I'm gonna I'm gonna cart your gangly ass around that track on Sunday and it's going to yeah. be fun. We're going to have a great time at the track, yeah. right? Yeah. Right? So, yeah, it, it hurts. I'm out a little bit of money with, you know, 
seals and stuff that I'm going to have to replace. And who knows yeah. if I'll actually have to buy some valves. We'll find out. And yeah. And you know. many hours of your life. Right. Right. Go, yeah. Went, I, clunk, 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 clunk. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Kelly and I were talking about it and I had probably about 80 hours in it. Like oh my God. A, about four solid weekends, Saturday and Sunday, about 10 hours each. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to think of anything that I have spent a cumulative 80 hours doing by myself in the last seven years. And I'm struggling. (laughs) But, but I think, you know, you know how I get where I get a project and I deep dive, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You know, like, yeah. Yep. Building my Hackintosh. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Your office setup, the whole thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I obsess about stuff like that, you know? And, and I think that like making myself put this on the shelf until next week is, it's necessary to maintain some balance in my life. There's yeah. home projects and stuff that like today I learned how to rekey locks, you know, like, and, and I needed to do that. Like it was either yeah. that or call a locksmith. Right. So, you know, like I did it. Right. And so, yeah, you know, some, it, I'm thankful that this isn't my daily transport. I'm thankful that, um, that I can, I can put it on the shelf and I'm thankful that I, I have the ability, even though it it was a fucking rough night of sleep that night, um, to to be able to step back and say, okay, like we we need to like self check, have some balance, like before yeah. other people have to check me when it comes to this. So, well, and I think I would also encourage you. I mean, reflect back on that feeling that you had when you had to change the clutch cable in your Saab the yeah. first time. You know, because that was your, that's how you got to work. Yep. Yeah. You know, yep. and that I doing like doing those fixes in a panic. Yeah. Is the fucking worst. It is. You know? Right. And doing things where you're like a little more relaxed and like, okay, this right. is going to suck if it doesn't work because right. I'm going to be out money and time and, you know, bloody knuckles and all the thing, all the things, but like in the grand scheme of things, doesn't matter if it doesn't get running again, you know, like you're going to be fine. Right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, I do think I do want to comment on other, on one other thing that you said, which is you were talking about how lucky you were Mm -hmm. that, that I was able to come and help you. And I find it very, very funny (laughs) that like, we're like two weeks out from when you basically had to push my car back into your driveway. <laughs> and then that very car shows up <laughs> to, to be my savior. You. I probably ran over some of my own axle bolts <laughs> to get to you. Like. <laughs> you did. I'm sure you did. Right? We're, we're are, filling we, potholes with parts from our cars. What are we doing with our lives? But that bit of irony just it brings me <laughs> to FMK Cars. FMK Cars is the game that we play on the show. It's based on the classic game Fuck Mary Kill, but instead of playing it with people like gross people do, we play it with cars. So to make Ian's our bodies me- feel better after their car breaks. Down. There you go. There you go. All right, let me pop. Let me pop open the right Chrome tab and get to sharing that. So yeah. All right. 
Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Go ahead and go ahead and give me the rundown. Okay. So this one is called Help Emergency. Oh wait, they sent you. Uh, I'm good actually. <laughs> okay. Okay. These are for your. These are cars for cars for your friend to help. Okay. In? Help? Question mark in. So to be clear, these are cars that I own. Oh, okay. All right. And you, the twists are jams that you repeatedly get into. Okay. Gotcha. You get into these sort of scrapes, like Larry David-esque scrapes Uh that you're going to get into. And then I'm going to show up in a car to help you. Okay. 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 I'm into it. Let's, Let's do it. All right. So the first one is my very R32 rescue vehicle, which you see. Right over, right over here. Right. You know, behind me, right? Beautiful, beautiful yeah. machine. I love your little car so much. Well, in this scenario, you're going to get stuck off road. Oh, okay. 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 Uh-huh. Okay. Right. I see where you're going here, Captain. Okay. Right. So you're going to get stuck off road. You're going to be like, Ian, I need your help. And I'm going to be like, on it. And I'm going <laughs> to show up and then be like, oh. You're crab walking. Yeah. Right. Look, yeah, this is lower f- than yours. I know. It'll yeah. take me four hours to get to you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. The next one is a Morgan three-wheeler. Okay. All right. You're going to have some sort of mechanical breakdown. Okay. Like, like your car is going to break and you're going to have to fix it on the side of the road. Okay. And you're only going to be able to use whatever tools and parts ah. I can transport to you in the Morgan three-wheeler. In the three-wheeler. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. All right. The last one is relevant to our discussion last week. It's going to be a Jeep Wrangler Rubicon 392. Ah, okay. All right. right. The the aggro boy. Yeah. You have gotten yourself into an altercation at a hipster coffee shop. (laughs) And you need your good buddy Ian to swoop in and diplomatically defuse the situation. Okay. So it calls for a deft, subtle, gentle touch. (laughs) And of course, I'm going to show up. Okay. In this. Okay. Okay. All right. I I just, uh, I'm imagining like the scrape that I can get into at the hipster coffee shop. Yeah. They're out of oat milk or whatever (laughs) bullshit. I don't know. Yeah. I I will tell you the one time I had words at a hipster coffee shop. Okay. Oh man, this is going to be great. So I had just done a cyclocross race in the middle of winter. It was like maybe... 15 20 degrees freezing right how hangry are you at this point a million <laughs> yes okay i knew it was going to be that right. the only way you would ever get an altercation of any kind so it was it was in rhino it was near the stanley marketplace and so i went in the stanley marketplace to get uh-huh. a cup of coffee to warm my cockles right oh i know exactly the coffee shop you're talking about yeah, yeah. And they only, I said, yeah, can I get like just a large black coffee? And they were like, we only have one size and it's small. And I looked at the guy and I go, 
Give me two then. <laughs> <laughs> that's your altercation? Yeah. Yeah. That's me being an asshole in a, in a customer service, like to, to a service worker. That's, that's as, like, as well, bad as... Well, it could be with like, another customer. could be yeah. with another customer. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. It doesn't have to be with the staff. It could be okay. with another customer. Gotcha. So, yeah. but still, it's going to be like a, you know... Yeah. Okay. Maybe maybe you'll have said something problematic or something. I don't know what happens yeah. at hipster coffee shops. I, I wouldn't know. Okay. With the with the Morgan three wheeler, I want to ask some clarifying questions. Okay. 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 Even though we well, don't we don't often ask clarifying questions. Yeah, please do because I definitely didn't just make this up two <laughs> minutes before we started, and I have lots of answers for you. Go ahead. <laughs> Let's say you're you're toting something to me to help me out, right? Yeah. And yeah. I need something else. Are, will you make a return trip, or is this just like I gotta I gotta kind of figure out everything I need, and in one fell swoop you bring it to me? Yeah, I think you're gonna have to you're gonna have to give me a list. Yeah. Yep. Maybe you can send me to an auto zone. Right. Okay. But okay. that's it. Yeah. It's going to be real fun for you to fit an engine hoist in that thing. <laughs> yeah, I was just have to tow it along. <laughs> yes, yes, like I was just development to the with a fucking office chair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Well, see, also, you could probably tow an engine hoist with this. You probably could. You just probably a tie could. Strap, you know, yeah, around the roll the, bar there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, little casters just going crazy. It'd be hilarious when you had to stop at a stoplight and the (laughs) (laughs) it goes past you and you're like, oh no! It starts towing me because it's heavier than the Morgan three-wheeler forward. (laughs) Yeah, uh yeah. I want you doing a nosy in traffic. Um, Okay, so here's here's the thing, Ian. The thing that I feel that that I have seen and I have genuinely been very impressed by is your ability to mediate a situation and to be mm. the cool head in the room, right? When a, when a person having pretty intense mental difficulties attacked your R32 with a rock, mm. you were cool headed and you diffused the situation the right way, Right. Like you, mm-hmm. you, you did amazing, right? Thank you. Um, but this comes at the cost of a Rubicon 392. Yes. Right. So I think we're going to have to kill that one. Oh, really? Okay. I think, All right. I think so. I like, okay. I don't want you to have to drive that and I don't want to be picked up and carried away. In it. Okay. So just to be clear, if you marry one of these cars, this is going to happen to you all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's the thing I keep. It's like the thing that keeps happening. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For a day. So the R32. One time. One time. Okay. The one R32. Time. I want you overlanding that thing into a okay. field with a. There may or may not be livestock in the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I think I would like you to marry, or I'd like to marry with you. This is a weird poly relationship. Us yeah. and the Morgan three wheeler. Yes. Our hands will be just intertwined through the roll bars. <laughs> yes. Like this. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Right. It it is my life's dream to go on a, a Morgan three wheeler ride with you. Uh, yeah. I would love it so much. Right? Yeah. 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 Well, at least one of us would survive it. 
<laughs> oh god okay yeah so that's that's what i think i would do i i appreciate that and i would uh, just all like wrenches are going to get stuck underneath your gas pedal like all kinds of stuff is gonna happen oh it's gonna be a mess yeah 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 okay but I, I think the open top lends itself to like some good rubber made totes yeah you know? right yeah for sure yeah. for sure and okay. i also i think i'm pretty good at logistics yes you so are I very good at logistics yeah i could i could figure it out uh-huh i'll have, yep. the, I'll have the first morgan three-wheeler with a tow hitch or something <laughs> i'm not sure yes yes uh, you know those cars that have like trailers that look like half of the car right like yeah. a, a pt cruiser that has like the pt cruiser looking trailer like you yeah. like with like another little oval behind you would be pretty hilarious would it be a single wheel see there you go there right, you go just like another single wheel behind uh-huh. us. i like it yeah. i like it man yeah yeah so thank you ian thank no you no problem all right yeah i thought you were, i thought you were like that yeah, I do. I do. All right. Well, All right. besides my woes and you rescuing me, again, yes. thank you. Thank you, Peter. And I mean, I didn't really rescue yeah. you. You were sitting comfortably in your house when I got to you. True. It's not like True. you were stranded on the side of the highway with, like, you know, a downpour or something like that. I, you know, I drove to your house and we walked leisurely <laughs> to your car. It was an emotional rescue. Okay. It was. It was. Right. You did some physical rescuing, some emotional rescuing. PETA did some emotional rescuing. My wife did some emotional rescuing. Yes. I did. I did. I I do think that maybe I I wasn't super appreciative of how upset you you were about the situation because I did pull up to your driveway and you would, you would cleaned your drive, uh, your garage out yeah. <laughs> uh, of like all the fluids and stuff from the car and it, it looked when i pulled up i started cracking up because it looked like your garage which you know the garage space where your a barth usually lives it looked like it was weeping it looked like <laughs> it was just tears of the garage like crying for its fallen you know stable mate coming down the driveway and i texted you i was like i know you're upset but this amount of tears seems ridiculous and i sent you this picture uh-huh. and that was maybe not i was made it was maybe too a too soon situation no no it, it was good it was good I'm, I'm here for it i'm here for it yeah yeah i'm oh, like jesus christ also if that's the coolant that was leaving it when you left the house it's a miracle it made it that far right. <laughs> yeah right. that's water that's water like, what is happening yeah. here yeah. yeah also i learned that uh driveway detergent like the actual like driveway cleaner the concentrated stuff is mm-hmm. uh i'm such a soft boy it's enough to give you chemical burns Oh, good. Yeah, look at that. That's fun. That's just, that's from detergent that's supposed to clean things. Jesus. Yeah, that's how much of a soft boy I am. See, yeah. that's, uh, we got the soft IT hands. I know, can't, right? Right? Can't get them dirty. Hey, I, I do have to say, the only thing that I'm like truly worried about in the long term is, and, and I think that you tweeted this from the Apex Adjacent account, is that I don't want to be that friend that every time you get an update from me, it's like, boy, this is a fucking roller coaster. Like, what's next? Right. right? You don't want, you don't want it to be like the, the notification on your phone is like text from Dave and it's like... <laughs> 
<laughs> right? Yeah, Let's yeah. See I'm, what's happening now. Buckle in. <laughs> I don't want a sharp inhale and maybe you sit down. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. I did like Jesse's tweet about it that I've basically summed up six years of a Barth ownership <laughs> in about 12 hours for her. So... <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. That's really funny. Thank you, Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So anyway, thank you, Ian. Thank you, PETA. Thank you, Kelly. Yeah. 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 And thank you, Jesse, for letting me buy this car from you. I know. I know you will get this running again and it'll be a blast. And um, I'm looking forward to that. But in the meantime. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've seen things we we've have seen things we have yeah let me let me stop sharing this one and let me share the other one that's full mm. of the stuff that we've seen and people have seen yeah what do you, what do you want to talk about you want to start with a, a police officer that marks in us that doesn't know how to park <laughs> <laughs> yeah bad wow. cop no donut yeah thank you mark yeah mm. right yeah, uh, let's see here. Um, man, yeah, we got a lot of stuff. Uh, our buddy Eric in Illinois sent us a couple things. So this is a sculpture at, at the rental car counter at an airport that he was in. These are all Hyundai Elantra taillights. Whoa. Right? And I assume Weird. it's from the rental car company that you probably rent from because you've probably chucked all of those taillights out when you were handbrake turning Elantra's. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but also why? <laughs> right. How did you get so many Elantra taillights? That's so interesting. Isn't it? Yeah. Huh. Right. I really like I feel like that was probably like a commissioned thing. Yeah. But I want to believe that it was a really bored employee, mm-hmm. you know, working overnight at the airport. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like he That's was like, crazy. like when people like make like, um, towel sculptures in the hotel room or like uh, bubble wrap monsters or something like that, just because yeah. like creativity would just shit you have laying around. Right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we used to when I worked at the grocery store when I was like 19, we used to uh, uh, get, you know, the little amigos uh, uh-huh. and we would have uh, uh, obstacle courses and race the amigos against the clock. Uh-huh. The store was open, I should clarify. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody liked it. But it uh-huh. was fun. It was nice. Fun. Nice. Yeah. OK. OK. Yeah. Um uh yeah that makes me think of uh uh hammers pointed out a little bit ago that we used to make um like fruit juice concentrate uh like we'd take one of those things like some of the fruit juice concentrate and put that in sprite and that Uh, was like that was like our grocery store jungle juice yeah yeah just tons of sugar just all hopped up at the hy-vee i just love your your buster bluth yeah, uh, yeah. Tendencies. Mm-hmm. This party's gonna be up the chain. <laughs> you guys have unlimited juice at this party. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Eric also uh, saw something else. Uh, he saw this is pretty rare. So this is is this a Ford Explorer or is this a Flex? But it is the Funk Master Flex Edition. He is that said, a real thing? Yeah. He said it's one of I think six hundred and fifty. Whoa. Something like that. It's it's in our apex adjacent texts. Huh. Um, yeah, I I can I'm pull it up it real up. quick. Yeah, Funk Master Flex Ford. 
Yeah. Oh, because it's a Ford Flex. Flex. Right. Flex. Flex. Right? Yeah. Wow. Right? Oh, is it an expedition? Oh, Funkmaster Flex Edition Ford Expedition. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Eric also said, uh, holla at your boy, you hurt. (laughs) Thank you, Eric. Uh That's the widest that that's ever been said. 650 were made. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, really interesting. I mean, that's like, yeah, that's something on par with your uh, Tubo X in rarity. That's very, very strange. Right? This, I mean, and that's not a bad color scheme for a car, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know. It doesn't look like it. It looks like so these were kind of like they were loaded to begin with because these were the loaded. Oh, sure. I, and I bet they had a really kicking stereo system. Yeah. Huh. Okay. It's really interesting. N- right? I saw I saw a truck the other day that was like the <clears throat> Oklahoma edition. Yeah, those are like I think those are like dealer like right. they get like graphics packages and like dealer upgrades that they can do because there's like Texas editions, right? Like Oklahoma edition. Yeah, there's those are things. I wanted to ask you like if there was like say there's an Oklahoma edition of a pickup truck, you know, being mm-hmm. that you lived in Oklahoma for a while, what yeah. would what would make that the Oklahoma edition? Right? It would very passive aggressively uh, be coolant on any Texas edition cars that it saw, <laughs> okay. Okay. and then it would also just every <laughs> once in a while uh, through the stereo would tell you some sort of like uh, like kind of slightly chip on the shoulder fact about Oklahoma. Like, you know, Brad Pitt was from here, you know, like that sort of thing. Like, like they would remind you. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. My favorite story about Oklahoma when we moved there was that, um, was Jenny had a boss who there's like the, like a little man-made lake in Oklahoma city called Lake Hefner. Not okay. very big. And they were visiting there. They were there for work. And, uh, she was standing there and she had never been to the upper Midwest where we're from. And she asked Jenny if that was what Lake Michigan looked like. <laughs> and it was like, you can see across it. So no. <laughs> and, and then the other thing is that the thing, like people from Oklahoma like to tell this stat. And I got into it. This is, this is a good story about like how boring being in the military is. Okay. Okay. So people, when I first moved there, would tell me the stat all the time about how Oklahoma actually has the most shoreline of any state in the contiguous 48. And I was just like, well, no, it doesn't. There's no (laughs) fucking way that it does. Uh And we would go round and round and it would be like they would send me snippets of like the tourism board website and stuff like that. I one time spent... I'm going to, it was like two hours plus on hold with like the tourism board getting passed around to different like managers and stuff, trying to find the source of this, of this okay. stat. Okay. Because it was on a bunch of like statewide websites and stuff. Right, right. And I finally got someone on the phone who acknowledged that it was uh, the most man-made shoreline in the lower 48. And I was just like, guys. That's a pretty, pretty important qualifier you're leaving out. Man-made shoreline. Yeah. yeah. And I had it like on speaker and like everyone, like people in the office was like, ah, 
<laughs> it, was, it was a pretty good day at the office, actually. Yeah. I, I like, like, in the writer's room when they're putting that together, right? They have that all typed out, most and include man-made. And, mm-hmm. like, everybody's like, eh, I don't know. And then, like, the guy, like, it, yeah. covers it, the man-made with his thumb, and everybody's like, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. 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 The people from Oklahoma are very, like, they, they're very quick with these, like, very qualified, we're the best at, but right. da, 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 with all these qualifiers because they have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder that they people that they think that other people don't think their state is awesome. When there's plenty of stuff that is great and they should just be happy with it. Right. Right. Yeah. Anyway. I like that. I like that. That was a, that was a very long way to go for that. No, it, like it makes me think of like when people use those kinds of qualifiers to justify how rare their car is, right? Like yeah. my Vigan was one of 429, right? Mm-hmm. But that's of blue Vigans, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly, right? Yeah. yeah. We're looking at you, BMW owners. See, there you go. Yes, it's one of 40 imported into the United States with this exact co- configuration. Like, yeah. okay, whatever, right? Yeah. 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 Nobody cares. It's yeah. one of one with my butt print. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of expeditions, our buddy Johnny got a new truck. Did you yes. see that? How it's about new this rig. freaking whip, man? Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. And, and like a, I said, it's a if, big, big car. If you have an SUV, you know, that's pretty, you know, whatever, right? Uh, fucking throw some wheels on that thing and just zazz it up, man. Zazz it up. Yeah. Zazz it up. Zazz it up. That's what we're calling it? Yeah. Uh huh. Zazz it. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, my co host is 135 years old. <laughs> We're going to go down to the apothecary and get ourselves a moxie. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like one egg cream, please. <laughs> Extra yeah. cream. Yeah. I remember mm. that really famous show on MTV with Exhibit called Zaz Your Ride. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm I'm internally a part of me is in the flapper era. <laughs> Have you heard of these great things called elevators? Yeah. So I tell you, I tell you, my whip is the bee's knees. <laughs> so congratulations, Johnny, on the new truck, because that that thing looks pretty badass. Yeah. Zazzy even. Zazzy. Uh, now that we've kind of gotten some good stuff out of the way. Well, mm. I, I have some other stuff. Okay. I All right. Ian, I saw this one in traffic the other day. I just want you to take it in. Okay. It's a Mazda CX-3 or CX-30, mm. whatever. It's got three stickers on the back. Okay. An American flag, a Blue Lives Matter, and then an equality sticker. Yeah. Right? I, yeah, kind of a mixed bag, right? That is, that is, that is, that is a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff. It's just a real small space, isn't it? Right? I'm also puzzled by the need for the double American flags. Like, right, right, right. You have the American flag, the Blue Lives Matter flag. All right, go fuck yourself. Then the equality equal sign, right? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. There's a lot to unpack there. Because, like, what the two American flags thing is what I'm stuck on. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Of, like, you know, what, did you forget what country you were in (laughs) in those, like, 
three inches that you moved your eye up? <laughs> this is my flag, and this is my flag for the police officers. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> this is my flag that tells people I'm a racist. <laughs> and then this is the sticker that, that lets people know that I think it's okay if gay people get married. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was thinking about this actually uh, tonight because we saw I saw a car with the 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 lady silhouettes or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the trucker mud flap, like silver right. lady. It was just like a sticker. Yeah, yeah. And I was just thinking, like, that tells you at no actual information about a person, right? But like, it only gives you subtext, right? Like, with like, I don't. And there's no, like, actual information that they're trying to convey. Okay. Other than they like women. Right. But it's not any action. That's not actual information. But but I think that they think it is. I guess. Which is like an American flag sticker on your car. You're in. You're literally (laughs) like a thousand miles from any border. (laughs) It's a pretty safe assumption. (laughs) Right. Right. That you're in America. Right. Right. Um, It's not any actual information. Right. It's not new information to whoever's around you because they already know that they're in America. (laughs) How how the fuck could you forget? I do. I I did think that I was I like I had some back bacon and poutine and thought I was in Canada for a second. Right. Right. Like it's it's never I've never seen an America. I've never been walking down the street of the town that I live in. Right. And seen an American flag and be like, oh, fuck, I thought it was in Morocco. Shit. Thank <laughs> God. I had no idea. You know, it's it's not information, but you're telling, you're trying to convey things. Right. But I don't, I don't know. What is it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. But that's fine. I don't know. Anyway. Let, let's look at somebody else's car. Mm-hmm. I've, got, I've got some good stuff and some weird stuff. Mark sent us this one. Uh, on the side of this van and i love the big band-aid bumper sticker on the van or yeah. big big band-aid sticker that's great mm-hmm. but uh, underneath the driver's side window it says left yeah okay cool mark being the investigative individual that he is he went to look at the other side of the car guess what it says left <laughs> <laughs> okay okay yeah, I don't know. Interesting. I, I don't know. I think I think these like these like '90s conversion vans. I uh-huh. think these are the next things to like spike skyrocket in value. Right. This is going to be the next things that we're going to be like seeing at Bring a Trailer and just be like, what are people thinking? Right. Right. Paying like sixty four thousand dollars for you yeah, know to yeah. smell musty carpet. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. They all smell. There's a very particular conversion van carpet smell mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I know I grew up with for a little while. Like, and I can, it's it's musty carpet. Yeah, and and maybe a little bit of oil. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's worse than church van, right? Mm-hmm. But not mm-hmm. necessarily as bad as like um, the headliner from a K series Plymouth. Right. Yeah. yeah. I know exactly what that smells like too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 All right. Anyway, I saw this in traffic. I think you might like this. This is a positive thing, right? Here's the bumper sticker. I zoomed, I zoomed in for you. It says live your life with the enthusiasm of Bruce Springsteen counting to four. Yeah. That's, that's great. Like, yeah. you know, normally bumper stickers are dumb, but that one, that one made me laugh. I like that. Yeah. It's right? clever. 
And then, I mean, I don't agree with the sentiment, but okay. <laughs> no, you don't. You see, you're I like, so that. one, two, three, four. What's so yeah. hard about that? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my buddy Steven, he sent us this one, and this is a lot to take in, Ian. I, I want you to I want you to take this in. It's a yin yang sticker. <laughs> <laughs> And it says thick T H I C C C thick dads who vape for Christ. Oh my god, that's that's fucking fantastic. Every word of that is a fucking roller coaster and it's so great. I love it. That's amazing. Right? Right? Oh, that's really funny. Oh my god. That takes you on as much of a journey as me as like text messages from me about the Abarth, right? This is on a Kia something too, right? Yeah, I my, think so. Yeah. 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 Brown oh, Kia. Right. That's, think, ama- that's an amazing, amazing bumper sticker. A plus. A plus work. Thick dads who vape for Christ. All right. Yeah. Then you've got some stuff for us, Ian. Yeah, so I saw a sticker at the pumpkin patch during one of my many uh, Mm -hmm. mandatory fall festivities. Yes, forced holiday activity. Yeah. mm -hmm. And um, this was up in up in the suburbs of of Denver, up north. Um, And this is again, this is again a thing where like. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I, I need to do some like temple rubbing here. Yeah, it, it this is one temple gives me, rubbing inducing. Yeah, and like you think you're saying one thing, but even like on any level, it's bad. Like it doesn't make any sense. So let's let's show the people. Let's just let's, there you okay. go. So yep. this is like I don't even know how to describe the graphic, but it's uh, it's like a woman with a with like a patriotic hair tie yeah and sunglasses and it says just a regular mom with a heart for the o which Mm -hmm. is fucking unnecessary raising lions not sheep so right i just want to go like obviously Mm -hmm. there's supposed to be a lot of subtext here Mm -hmm. whatever but even just on an analogy level it doesn't make any fucking sense right right like because you, 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 the lions, first of all, are extremely sociable creatures. Right. They have a very strict hierarchy <laughs> of which, for which they do not deviate. Right. Otherwise they get killed. Right. Right. So even that doesn't even make sense. Right. Also, your, uh, your offspring is presumably not going to eat the other children <laughs> at, the, at the playground. Right. 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 Are you advertising that your kid is going to be a fucking bully? Like, what right. are you saying? Right. So either they're going to be in a very strict hierarchy, which was determined from birth with their fellow classmates, or they're going to be eating them. Right. The analogy can't work both ways. It doesn't make any sense. Right. Right. And then I think one of our Twitter followers, I can't, I think it may have been Eric pointed out like that. If you kind of look at this from like the Christian perspective, mm-hmm. it's just all kinds of wrong right Right. like the lamb of god like the whole like christ analogy Mm -hmm. like the gentle like right like me inheriting the earth and there you go thank you right right like what the fuck are you saying karen with this it doesn't make any sense on any level right and then obviously what it's trying to talk about is you know like 
it's trying to say that you know you're not going to follow the crowd and blah blah blah. So even like at its best case, it's like a somewhat antisocial in today's world, right? Message. It's fucking awful. I have a feeling I hate this shit. Yeah, right. Me too. I have a feeling that this person like heard a little bit of QAnon stuff and doesn't think it's entirely off base. <laughs> right. Well, and also I just want to point out they they drove their like crossover SUV to the pumpkin patch in the suburbs. Right. It's not like they're blazing a trail themselves. <laughs> right. So I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're really going against the pack. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Because when you say something like this, you're saying everybody else is raising what you would call sheep. Yeah. Right. right. You're trying to say that you're different. Right. Which is why you're advertising this. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you have to, then you're not. Exactly. Which invalidates the sticker in the whole first place. Right. Right. If there was like, a, if, if there, if there were conceptual black holes that could collapse upon themselves, this mm-hmm. is, this is one of those things. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as like somebody like orders this shit off of Etsy, like a fucking crater happens in Lakewood. <laughs> like, yeah, I get a headache is what happens. I right. get a headache. Right. Right. Of yeah. like, yeah compounding just doesn't make any sense yeah 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 no yep um all right well so yeah that annoyed the shit out of me sure and then sure. um i actually have started traveling for work again look at you travel boy yeah vaxxed up masked up on an airplane look at you yeah doing yeah. it doing it doing doing the whole thing uh-huh. and uh i i arrived um in baltimore okay couple weeks ago and uh picked up my rental car and they had a mustang gt okay all right and so of course i walked past all of the sensible options <laughs> and got straight in the mustang gt uh-huh and even uh, this i took this picture as i started it for the first time uh-huh in the lot and i still took it <laughs> engine oil change or change engine oil soon yes i also want to point out how many miles are on this car <laughs> uh thirty four thousand. Uh-huh. yeah 720 yeah 712 rental mustang gt yeah uh, imagine the things that this car has seen oh boy that's a lot of uh strip club glitter yeah i will yeah. also point out so it was you know late this is when, when was this late September, early October when I did this, it was rainy uh-huh. and cold for uh-huh. quite a bit of it. Um, I got fully sideways on the highway <laughs> at like 65 miles an hour. I'm not joking with the traction control on. No, Ian. The, the, the transmission is so fucking terrible in this car. I've only, so the only other like V8 Mustangs that I've driven really was a bullet the bullet and then i drove like brand new ones okay right with an automatic this is the first time i've driven like one that's been beat on a little bit okay a, a lot uh-huh. and i don't know what's going on i don't know if the, all of the transmissions are like this or it's just because it's a rental car that's been hammered on or whatever combined with shitty rental car tires or whatever the shifts are so like are so violent and so 
of like unpredictable. Like they'll just happen. Like sometimes it'll kind of hold revs a little bit. And I didn't, I wasn't messing around with drive modes really. I was like leaving it normal. Right, right. Leaving, just leaving it normal and then letting it shift on its own because it was rainy and it was like, I got in at like 1130 at night. So I was just trying to go to my hotel room and go to sleep. And it was rainy and greasy out. And it, it, I, I put my foot down to get around someone on the highway doing again, like 65 and it downshifted with such a violent clunk that it upset the rear end and traction control came on. And I was like full on like opposite lock, like to stay in my lane. It was Jesus Christ. bonkers. It was the most, it was one of the more sketchy cars I've ever driven. And it was a 2020. Like, Oh wow. That thing has lived a life already. Oh my God. It Like it's, it was, it was so like, I, of course, I did a burnout in it. Of course, I did a burnout. <laughs> I had fun. You're not a corpse. Of course, you did a burnout. Right. Well, the problem is, is that the previous 500 people who rented this also did burnouts in this. And man, it it did not. It was not good. Like, it was legitimately a little scary because you didn't know, like, is it going to shift okay. and spit me off? You know, when it, right. it, it rained a couple of days while I was there and it, it great was genu- vehicle. <laughs> it was genuinely a little bit scary. Like, OK, I, I, and I, it just made me think, like, you know, all of these cars. We talked about this with Doug DeMiro with the with the Tesla, which is obviously yeah. like another dimension from this performance wise. But right. But this as like a third owner, like someone's going to buy this car. Yeah. This car. Yeah. Yep. Someone's this exact buy car. Yeah. Uh-huh. If, if, if it doesn't get wrapped around a tree. Right. Right. First, it'll be bought by somebody. Right. Um, and that's going to be like genuinely dangerous. Right. Right. Like a hazard to everybody else on the road. I, I, I do. It's fast. Yeah. I, I do like that the speedometer says ground speed. Like it mm. could be any other speed, but actually you yeah. do need to say that because this is a mustang you're gonna fucking launch it off a curb at cars and coffee and you are you are going to need an airspeed indicator as well uh-huh. it's true yeah it's true yeah yeah it was um it was it was not enjoyable like it really wasn't even fun uh yeah because it was because i was so it was something it, to manage like you, you had to take yeah. on an additional task yeah, and it, it was like even when I was like, okay, I'm gonna have fun with this thing right now. Right, right. It was like I don't really know what it's gonna do. Like right. it was unpredictable, which is not, right. you know, a great thing for a fast car. Right, right. When you thought like you'd like let a little steam off and like enjoy yourself, right? Yeah. In, instead of having responsibility, right? Right, right. Yeah, or not responsibility, like a burden, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, I, at one point I was like, I'm going to leave pieces of this transmission all over this road. Like I really thought okay. that, that there was going to be a, just a, just a trail of metal and fire behind me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I returned it with a full <laughs> tank of gas. <laughs> and they were like, how was the car? And I was like, it was great. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't yeah. say it. It was great. Yeah. Because yeah. they're going to be like, you're the one who broke this, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. It was, 
It was, it's been broken for a year at least. Exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 You didn't break that. Everyone did. Yeah, we broke it. Humanity <laughs> broke it. Right? Broke it. right? It turns out this broken transmission was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> nice. Nice. Ian, I, I have a little game for us to go out on. Okay? okay. This is a new game. Okay. Oh. All right. I don't quite have a name for it. So let me let me let me get this uh, <laughs> let me get this picture queued up it is a vanity license plate based game okay so ian i think what i what i want is i want to see if you can guess this plate in under five questions okay you're allowed to ask like five yes or no questions let's let's go 10 let's go 10 10 yes or no questions on this plate right and I think that like sometimes you see a vanity plate and you're like, okay, like that's way too fucking obvious or, you know, whatever. Right. I think that this is a plate. If I was to put this in a license plate game, it would give itself away immediately. Okay. Okay? But if you just look at it on on its own with no other context or try to place it with other cars, I think it might be a little bit of a challenge to figure out what it is. Right. Okay. So let's see here. So let me make sure that this is the right one. Okay. All right. So this is the 10 questions vanity license plate game. Better name insert here. Okay. Okay. All right. Here you go. Ian, here's the car. Okay. Okay. So it's an infinity something. Q60S. Right, which means nothing. So it's it is the the coupe uh, with all wheel drive, and I think the three point something turbo engine. Is it the coupe or the sedan? This is the coupe. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and I will tell you, I've seen this car uh, twice in my life. I I've seen it, and I've I the first time I had a picture, I took a picture of it, and then I saw the car again like two weeks later. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you're allowed to ask yes or no questions about the plate, right? Ten. Let's let's go for it. Does it reference the make or model of the car? Yes, like in a, in a way, yes. Is it a play on infinity? The plate itself is not a play on infinity. Like, uh, give me an example of like what a play on infinity would mean. In, in well, this I mean, case. it's something that has like infinite or an eight in it or it, something like that. No, it is not. Okay, eight questions left. Does it involve Q? No, no. There, there's no like weird conspiracy theory, theory stuff okay. here. Okay, seven questions. Hmm. Don't overthink this. Right. Think if you had some pleated khakis. Right. And you're buying an Infinity Q60S. Really thrilled about your Infinity Q60. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Seven questions left. It says it's it's a plate that says three screens. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. uh, (laughs) The infotainment makes no sense to me. (laughs) (laughs) Help! I can't change the clock. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um okay, all right. So um 
Okay, uh, does it reference a particular mechanical component of the car, like engine displacement or something like that? It does not. Six questions left. But I, th- I think you're you're uh, going down a good hole, a uh, rabbit hole here of like kind of trying to figure out what the plate might be in reference to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, is it something about the appearance of the car? It is not. Five questions left. For fuck's sake. And then after, if if this is all knows, I'll give you hints and and you'll you'll be able to get it. Okay, what about, is it, is it something involving the parent company of the car, like Nissan or Datsun or something like that? It is not. Four questions remaining. It's a very blue infinity. That's not a bad color blue. It's not a bad looking car. It's just fucking so it, ruined by the infotainment. And, hmm. and and the plate doesn't reference the color or really anything about the car. The the plate does not reference infinity cars hmm. or car culture. Is the is the the plate a brag of some sort? It is not. That's a good question. Three questions left. So the plate's not a brag. It doesn't really reference the car. Right. What are some other things that you could reference with a license plate? Uh, does it reference an occupation? That's a great question. It does not. Two questions left. But but you're you're thinking about this in the right way. Does it reference a hobby? Not really. No. One question oh, remaining. Does it say coop? <laughs> it does not it does not okay so let me let me give you some clues let me think of something okay so it it is a reference to pop culture hmm. okay and i would say within the last 20 years right okay 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 all right hmm Something that is uh, has uh, is it music? Is it a music thing? Not not music. <sighs> There's other things besides music. Mm, but are there though? <laughs> um, man, it references some sort of media. That's helpful. Um, I mean, license plates are a media. Um, it references movies. Movies, movies, movies. Okay. Okay. Um, does it reference Star Trek? No, but you're close. Does it reference Star Wars? No, no. God damn it. It references Man. a children's movie. Is this a Harry Potter thing? No. No? It's a Pixar movie. A Pixar movie. Oh, to infinity and beyond? There you go. There you go. That's terrible. It says the vanity plate is and beyond. Mm, Infinity and beyond. Right. Yep. Yep. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe 20 questions is the appropriate number. I think so. I also think that um, 
this is going to be really funny to see like at a Kia Sorento in, <laughs> right. in a couple of years. Yeah, like, you're going to be like, beyond. what the hell is this about? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Like the multi-pass plate that I am sure the person used to have a Ford L or a, a, a Honda Element, and then they got mm-hmm. a Forerunner. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, should you should I find another vanity plate? That seems kind of obvious. Maybe would you would you like to play this again sometime? Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. And, and if any listeners have a vanity plate that they think would be a good candidate for this, like license plate twenty questions, yeah, yes. send send it in. Send it in. Okay. Yeah, All I right. would I would like it to work with just the car and no other kind of clues. Okay. Yeah. Right. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, Dave, I think we did a car show. We did. We did. Yeah. We did a car therapy show a little bit. Yeah. You Um, were my emotional roll bar. So thank you. No problem. Yeah. Um, what should people do if they enjoyed this? Subscribe on YouTube, share episodes, you know, with your friends. Um, yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Talk to us on Twitter. Send us vanity plates by texting them to, 720-515-1391. 720-515-1391. There you go. Yeah. This is the this is the part of the show that's most like the stickers that we were talking about where we're not actually giving anyone any <laughs> real new information because everybody who's made it this far into a podcast knows how this works. Right. Right. But we feel obligated to say it every time, right? But we do. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. how you doing? You know, yeah. it's yep. It's uh it's a podcast lubricant. Apparently. (laughs) Anyway, Uh we love you, everybody. Goodbye.